The Brute Strength Podcast. With Hobbs and Danks. All right, here we go. Welcome back. Yeah. Hobbsanddanks.sellmytees.com, folks. Hobbsanddanks.sellmytees.com. We've got Niesen. My Niesen shirt should be here soon. Yeah. I'm fucking pumped. Yes. This thing's so dope. I got the red with the blue. The red long sleeve with the blue mm. tickets. Come on, so dope. The white hoodie looks like fucking fire, too, though. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny. I, I'm, getting, I'm getting a T-shirt, but I just keep looking at the hoodie. Being like, do I do it now or wait till Christmas? That's true. Christmas give present. It, give myself something. <laughs> <laughs> You'll need it during wintertime, so it'll be perfect timing. That's true. But HobbsandDanks.SellMyTees.com. Uh, check it out. A lot of cool shirts out there. Oh, we got to get the Tuca shirt up now, too. Oh, that's true. That's can you get it? Can we get Is there a shaft yeah. hoodie? There isn't. I'll make one right now. Yeah, or I'll make one after the. I wonder if anyone would buy a shaft. Record. You think someone will get a shaft hoodie? Yeah, someone literally bought a shaft shirt yesterday. Really? Yeah, swear to God. Nice. Yeah, I've been pumping the shirts on the. Yeah, show. well, I got it. Yes, I, I do. I saw that. I got a couple. I got a couple notifications. I was like, oh, and it shows you which shirt they get. It was the shaft shirt? I was, oh, I was like, pumping yeah. the shaft shirt. I was like, get like, yourself yeah. a shaft shirt. I sold quite a few of those. That's awesome. I'm can't glad that's to, been a popular item. Can't wait to see one or two shaft shirts out this summer. I know. That would be fucking amazing. I'm, I'm just dying to see someone in a shaft shirt. Oh, yeah, hilarious. man. Like, dude! <laughs> that's true, because that's like, that's not just meeting someone who listens to the station. Right. That's, that's like, someone who's like, that's deep cut, baby. Yeah. That's someone who's into it. That's one of you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and we love all and of And I you. say that very lovingly, because yeah. we're all idiots, but... Yeah, so thank you. Speaking of uh, thank yous, thank you to our great sponsor, Main Man Flavors, Benny and the boys up at Main Man Flavors, MainManFlavors.com. Great hot sauces, great relishes, great uh, blueberry yaki, uh, teriyaki sauce. Check them out. Great, great sauces. MainManFlavors.com online or wherever you find your favorite hot sauces in and around the state. Yeah. So there you go. Good shit, man. Yeah. Good boys from Milnocket. Good boys. Real. Benny's, real boys. Benny's a good boy. He is. It's good. Benny's a good kid. That's good. Yeah. It's good. He could not be a good kid if he wanted to, but he is. I mean, I feel like we all could be. Yeah, but Benny would have special skills. <laughs> like, Benny has the ability. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pull it off. I'd last like a day. Right. Like, oh, man, I can't yeah. do this. Yeah. <laughs> Benny could also probably deal the consequences where we could not. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. He's awesome. Yeah, Benny's the best. So welcome back. How was your trip? Did you have a good time? Yeah, it was fun, man. We had a great time. Uh, Disney's a trip, though. Was that your first time? <laughs> no. Well, at first as an adult. Yeah. I went once as a little kid, and then I went once in, like, I think, like, right at the end of high school. Like, my cousin from Spain was here, sure. so we, we yep. took her. And it was still cool because I was young enough where it was yeah. still, you know, super fun. But yeah. um, I had a great time because Izzy had a great time. I'll mm-hmm. say that. But there's nothing more ghetto in the world than Disney when it rains. So for the morning part, we get there, and it's like kind of it's iffy. We don't know. And this fucking just storm front rolls in. So it's just pissing rain. And and that happened from like noon to two. It's actually a pretty long time, yeah. 
Yeah, so there were a couple intervals we were able So mm. we hit out under the fucking dumbbell ride for a while, and Izzy's getting pissed. She wants to leave because it's fucking cold and rain. I'm like, honey, I'm like if you can make it till 2, you'll have the best day of your life. Because I was, I was on the fucking weather app. Like, mm. like, I was like Al Roker on that shit. I was like, give, like, the, fucking, <laughs> I give the family updates. Like, like, listen, just look at the damn screen. I can <laughs> tell it's 2 p.m. I fucking, I'm like giving them updates like every... Like and checking I'm, the European I'm just, charts. I'm checking the radar like yeah. every fucking 30 seconds. And, and like the storm shifted a little bit, so it looked mm. like... So I was like, look, honey, like if you can just make it till fucking 2, we're gonna have a great day. So she fucking troopered up, made it to two, had an awesome day. Sun yeah. came out, and the rest of the week the weather was perfect. So that part of it was great. But when it's raining at Disney, there's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. So it gets real ghetto real fast. Like everyone in the world's under that fucking that big castle, the fucking big Disney castle thing that yeah. you see, you know, you know what at the Yeah, is that of, Cinderella's castle? I think it is. Yeah. I've yeah. never really known, but I'm sure. I guess. Uh so there's like mad people under there mm-hmm. and yeah, it was fucking strollers everywhere, and it's fucking, and just the crowd, the general. Like we live in Maine, and we're insulated from the world a little bit. You get out to the real world, especially places like Florida, and they're like, "Fuck, man, we we do live in a very sort of comfortable, isolated place." Because when you're exposed to the general American public, mm-hmm. it's just a much different experience. <laughs> it is. That's why everyone should travel all over this country. Well, it's funny because like it's I, unique. I got this like. I grew up in New York and yeah. Connecticut, and so I grew up in in like you know highly densely populated areas. I was used to that. Mm-hmm. Now I've lived in Maine since like 2000, so I've been up here for 20 years. And like now, when I go in the real world, I'm like, fuck, yeah, too many people and too many assholes. Yeah, I never really spent a lot of time. The longest time I really spent in a densely populated area was was um, in Chicago when I worked there for a summer. So you're talking, yeah. I think I was there for three months or four months, and that's nothing. And I had a blast taking the L train but, for the first yeah. for the first right. month or two. But, but I could tell you, I was kind of getting tired from it at that point. So maybe I wasn't cut out for it. But I couldn't really tell you what that's like. But I mean, this is yeah. So you're right. It it is. It can be it can be eye opening when you go to a city for a weekend and you're just so yeah. not used to or it, not even a city, <laughs> fucking air, fucking airport. What's well, the thing? It wasn't like you know, something I'm not used to. Or I haven't seen yeah. a million times. Just mm-hmm. you live up here and you're just you know you just don't deal with it very, at yep. all, really. Yeah. And so it was just you know kind of fucking crazy. But yeah, it's like growing up. I and I know obviously with what you're saying about living so close to to fucking New York growing up, but you know here a here a traffic jam's like ten minutes. Oh, horrible traffic yeah. jams! Ten minutes, like right. the worst traffic jam. Right, in the like getting stuck. Like I, w- I get mad on it. Like if you're stuck on like Forest Ave. Yeah, you're like fuck. Like this is terrible, man. Yeah, there's nothing like sitting on the fucking post road in Connecticut watching the fucking <laughs> light change four times and you have moved. <laughs> yeah, like Beltway living oh, would suck, man. Unreal. It it's would bru- suck. Yeah, it's horrible. So like, that's not a good way to live. I mean, just it's not. I mean, you're taking away. The value of living. Yeah, time with your yeah. family and time just doing mm-hmm. shit you want to do, not sitting in traffic, all that bullshit. Yeah. And the cost of living is insanely high, too, to boot. So you pay through the ass Fair point. to be miserable, right? Uh, but the, the the people that go, it, it's, so you get, like, normal families, mm-hmm. you know, of all different walks of life, but just families, whatever. And that's what you'd expect, right? And then you have, like, the, the weird, like, 13 to, like, 23-year-old girl that's, like, super, like, slutted out with, like, crazy makeup and, like, like really short top and like the shorts that like their asses hanging out well, of. Who are they there with? With like Mickey ears, like, like each, just, each other, like really. just a bunch, like groups of ladies. Yeah, like girls, but I, I think their parents are around, but they're not like with them at the park because you know they're mm-hmm. doing the sexy Mickey thing. So 
that was kind of fucking like weird. Who, okay. Like, that was just weird yeah, to me. That like, is odd. Like, that's your kind of, you know, you're going to get all dolled up and sexed hey, up man. to go to fucking Disney. So that's it's a weird. handsome mouse. <laughs> it's one hot mouse. And then there are two groups of people that really sort of baffle me. One, not as much. The really old people on the scooters. Oh, that's another thing I got to get into. Fucking scooters. In general, like rascals? Like yeah. the ones that are advertised for free? You know, the fucking scooter yeah. that you drive around in. There's a lot of old people at Disney riding around on scooters. Mm-hmm. But Why? Like, I don't know. What They're not gonna... with like grandkids or anything. They're just like there. Are they just like local residents who are just kind of hanging out? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe, No, because you have to pay to get in the park, right? Well, you can buy a season's pass if you're local, and it's a lot cheaper. So maybe that's... Does Disney, does Disney now have... Um... Like retirement mm-hmm. communities on the proper on the property. Not that I noticed, but maybe they do. It wouldn't shock me. That's a great idea. Right? It is like, it's fucking incredible. They can yeah. make even more money. Right. Exactly. So all these the because the people you're explaining would all love to retire on the property of Disney, yeah, so they can ride, ride around the, their fucking rascal. Right. All day ride long. the scooters all to <laughs> yeah. all the different parks. So that was a little odd to me. I mean, I don't know when you're that old. I mean, I don't know what you do, right? So maybe that is great. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, it could be a great day. You're right. But what's really weird are the thirty to like fifty year olds are there without kids. Like, mm-hmm. all about Disney. Because Disney, like, when you're little, seems huge and awesome. Yeah. And it's like, you know, blows your mind. As an adult, it's like, you know, it's okay, but it's not, you know, it's not. It's a corporation. Yeah, but it doesn't <laughs> even look as cool as you remember. Like, when you're a kid, like, it all looks so awesome. Like, mm-hmm. it looked a little, you know, like a fucking fair. Like, a little shitty and run down in spots. Yeah, it's know? like when you're 13 years old and you go to Epcot and you think it's going to be really fucking cool. Then you leave there being like, man, this was fucking lame. I bet you it was really cool in 1975. <laughs> and that's the story of my trip to Epcot when go. I was 13. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it, it is. Th- but that's that's. I mean, that's a culture, baby. But like Disney doesn't. I bet you, like that is that I mean, is a massive culture. And I wonder what what do you think their percentage is of what's the, what do you think of the percentages of people who go there without kids, as opposed to families? More than you'd think, but not super high. Yeah, because again, families still reign yeah. supreme. I'd say probably like a good twenty percent. But there, I mean, there are weddings there. There yeah. are. There's everything. But I mean, like in the in Disneyland. You yeah, know I mean, like yeah, yeah, not yeah. the not no, the I understand. greater, but sure. in Disneyland, yeah, there's still like twenty percent of people don't have kids. There. Well, I think people go there like that's their yearly trip. Families, yeah, I saw that because there's a lot. Of, so man, could you imagine going every year? Dude, there's a lot of people wearing so. A like, lot of family yeah. trip T-shirts, like Jefferson Family mm-hmm. Trip 2021 Disney mm-hmm. and shit. I saw a ton of that, and then I saw a lot of T-shirts that said, um, "Fucking!" It was like a Disney shirt, and one said "broke," and the other one said "spoiled." Oh god! <laughs> oh why? There'd be couples walking around like broke and spoiled, like their fucking T-shirts. <laughs> and then there was a family, and one woman had a, again a Mickey T-shirt and said "planner." The fucking dad had t-shirts and financer. Oh. And then, you know, it was just like ridiculous. I'm like, what? Who are these people? Like, what the fuck, man? We all know it's expensive. We're all here. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, so it did, was just. Did it, the three of you have shaft shirts on? I did not wear my shaft shirt to Disney <sighs> on account of Damn. my daughter. Probably a good idea, huh? Yeah. Probably a good idea. It just didn't seem like. Probably a, the last thing you need is a target the, at Disney. The right spot <laughs> yeah. to wear that. Yeah, you pick your spots and shit. But. <laughs> that's right. So that that's wild. Yeah, I I so think that it's, group of people. I yeah, thought was, 
an odd group. It, it's odd to me as well, but I mean, people are obsessed with Disney, just like people know, are obsessed with Star Wars. It's not or worth being obs- with- like they- I understand. I agree with you. Look, it's not my bag. Like I could see them being obsessed with like Six Flags or something, but there's there aren't a lot of adult rides at Disney. There's mm-hmm. like they're building Tron, which is this crazy roller coaster that they have in China right now, which. You know the movie Tron? Yeah, of You're course. basically like sitting on a motorcycle. Yeah, that the light cycle, is that what yeah, they call it? Yeah, and you're sitting on one yeah. of those on a fucking roller Great coaster fucking going movie, a trillion miles an hour. Second movie sucked. They're building that. It did. They're building that, but that's not up yet. And then I I think, that's cool. I think there might be like one legit, like maybe there's Space Mountain or something. I, I, I didn't even see it, but yeah. I, I think they only have like one legit like adult roller coaster even on that property so. I, but I, again though i think for six flags you're right i think it's the people who are like i we have friends abby and i have friends who go to you know their roller coaster you know addicts i don't know what that's called when they're like fanatics of roller coasters yeah. and they go to six flags every year and this and that and that's awesome that i can see uh but it's adults doing so for, adult stuff. right but i would yeah. say that you're probably right where this is less about rides it's just more about the culture right it's more just about about being there and <sighs> seeing mickey and watch yeah. a movie i, I have no idea and going on the kid kid rides and going on it's a small world and the yeah fan ride see and- to me it's man like so oh here's a good question do you ever need to go back for me yeah I uh, know no I, I mean if like Izzy's all good like you don't oh no Izzy will definitely Izzy yeah, is now obsessed right, like she fucking love Disneyland right like, but what about like Animal two months Kingdom? from now when it might be something else she's in love with no no it's not that she wasn't into Disney really before we went mm. like Disneyland and that's the thing that was cool about it Magic Kingdom like I I was a little worried that she wouldn't think it was that cool because yeah. I didn't think it was that cool but she fucking all about it loved it so they still do a really good job like the kids good for that man that's yeah, great like she you know cool. she, like she liked Animal Kingdom she liked SeaWorld but she fucking Loved Magic Kingdom, so like we'll def- we're definitely gonna have to go back. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, like I think a lot of people, it's like, all right, well, here's here's our one trip or our two trips to Disney, and we never need to even think about going back. Where it's other folks, it's every single year, like you said. I doubt we'll go year every year, year, but I'm sure we'll go like in a couple years, and maybe a couple years after that. And- we can't go too much because then all of a sudden she's going to be that 35-year-old that you're talking well, about right now. Right, yeah. So, And also, honestly, we could have just gone to a pool for five days and she would have been fucking psyched. She loves the pool, so you don't have to do that shit There's every time. There's nothing like though. a pool at a resort. Nothing. But, but again... Don't have to clean it. She'll, uh, like, she loved it so much that like we're definitely going to have to go back at some point. And it was it was way less painful than I expected. I think the COVID thing helped because they're only like forty percent capacity. Oh, okay. So you can't get like How, yeah, you I was can't get fast passes and shit. But the lines weren't long. Like the longest right. line we stood there was probably twenty minutes. So that's like nothing. And that's nothing. There are yeah. lines usually there. They're like an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. So um, it, it might have been better because of COVID. It might have actually proved it. So forty? Did it feel packed at all? Did it feel like forty percent? Busy. Oh, yeah. But it was it busy. It, it yeah. was busy. You still have to like. The stuff that sucks is like trying to get food there and stuff. Like you have to like order it an hour ahead of time, and then you go, oh, that's you know, sad. and tell them you're there, and then they'll make it. They give you like a window of time where your food. So all that kind of shit fucking blows. And I imagine it's way fucking worse without COVID. COVID mm-hmm. was awesome for us down there because, <laughs> like, it just shit wasn't that crowded. It was great. So did it feel like they really had their shit together of running things and all that? Like Disney you said, does, yeah, yeah. It seemed like they're, they're incredible at moving around a lot of people quickly. Yeah, like, that's fucking nuts. Like they're like world experts at that. Mm-hmm. Like they can move a thousand people in five minutes like that. 
I mean, just like the amount, even the volume of people that were there, it still felt super busy. And you're taking the fucking like monorail over to the park and shit. And every time, I'm like, oh, this is going to blow. And it didn't. Like, it, it was relatively fucking quick. And they're super organized. Sure. They put you on spots and, you, and you're like, it's, it's very like communist and shit, but it's awesome. Did you happen to interview anyone in regards to where LeBron may have been staying down there during the bubble? I didn't. Oh, you know what? I, no, it didn't cross my mind. Oh. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Damn it, you're such a good dad. I wasn't thinking about LeBron. <laughs> That's like, welcome to Disney World, LeBron. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where is he? I, I, it didn't even dawn on me that, like, that's how weird that is. Yeah. It didn't dawn on me. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what happens when work just stays at work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does for me. <laughs> well, it's cool you had a good time, dude. It was good. It was cool. Overall, it was time. good. And nice. Florida, by the way, is way fucking. Everyone thinks Florida is the Wild West and shit. Mm. They were way harder on masks down there than they are here. They wouldn't let me wear my gator at any of the Disney parks. They wouldn't let me wear my gator at the fucking airport. Like they gave me like a appropriate mask and shitty piece of paper mask that does absolutely yeah. nothing. But you know, where'd you fly out of? Orlando. No, I mean just fly out of uh, Maine or Mass or. Oh yeah, Portland to New York on the way down and through Philly on the way back. Okay, so in Orlando was the craziest of the airports out of all of those? As far as, like, people? No, as far as, like you just said, talking about, like, Oh, yeah, the wearing. New York mask. Yeah, they didn't, no one said shit to me anywhere. <laughs> just, just Florida. Just Florida. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's got to be. That is a crazy, busy area for it. Yeah, but, I mean, I was, all at, are, I was at LaGuardia, I mean, in, dude. In, in Philly. Yeah, yeah both of those Philly are crazy. Philly and LaGuardia, yeah. so, and no one was really. That's hilarious. But there is, and just, like. Not to rant rave too much about the COVID stuff, but mm. it's so dumb because you know what the co- you know what the COVID ultimate COVID mask force field is a ball of water. <laughs> like if you stand there with a ball of water, you, oh right, yeah, you, you don't need to wear your mask. <laughs> and I'm not the only person to figure that out. <laughs> a lot of motherfuckers walking around with a ball of water, no mask on. Yeah, that's my water, man. It's more <laughs> just drinking. <laughs> so. That shit was dumb too. That's pretty funny though. Yeah. <laughs> Same with on the airplane. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking drinking. Mm-hmm. Fuck, you know. <laughs> then you see like that video of Spirit Airlines that kicked off that special needs two year old because yep. she was eating. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I've got my mask off the entire fucking flight, pretending to drink water. <laughs> <laughs> flight attendants are talking about, man, they didn't that even guy's just pounding water. Say a word either. Even look at me. They didn't give a fuck. It was amazing. That is pretty funny though. <laughs> bottle of water, dude. And when all you people that hate wearing masks, just get yourself a bottle of water. Fucking, you, it's good. You're, it's like the universal pass without to not have to wear masks. I got a bottle of water, dude. I'm drinking, man. What you got there, sir? That's Every, a bottle of water. Oh, all right. Well, you can. everybody knows you can't get COVID while you're drinking water. <laughs> That's why fucking. Hey, Tom Brady told us all. Weren't we all supposed to buy his water or something like That's that? Right. It was going to magically save us from COVID. That's true. See, he's right. He's always, right. he's always right. He's always right. He's always right. He's always right. Time, dude. <laughs> I'm shocked. I haven't seen any like Tom Brady tweets about the draft yet. As you, oh, he's got to be wearing his fucking combine shirt, right? The fucking crazy fuck. Do you know? Who, I don't know if you. I don't know um, if you've ever followed it, but and now his name is escaping me. Oh, Ari Fleischer. Do you know? So every nine eleven, Ari Fleischer tweets out like everything that was going on that day mm-hmm. at the time or whatever. 
Like, I feel like Tom Brady should tweet out everything that happened the weekend of the draft for like him. his whole... Because you fucking know he remembers every little oh, thing. Yeah. As he's and actually, it would have been only Saturday, Sunday, right? Yeah. Back then? Back in those days? I would have all one day back then. Was it? <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> I remember when they broke it up to Saturday, Sunday. Because it used to be a fucking marathon. Although, even on That's two true. days, it was a... Still a marathon. It was... It was a crazy marathon. Because mm-hmm. I remember, we'd have, I'd have a draft party. Mm-hmm. We'd all get there at, like, noon. And, like, I feel like at 7 o'clock at night, the draft was still going on. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> it may have been one. I think you're right. I feel I, like. I think at one point, it was all at one shot. And then they broke it up to two, and that was fucking crazy. Or did they? No, I think the. No, yeah, they broke it up to two, and now it's three. But it used to be all in one day. I'm pretty sure. So, what year was Brady? 99, right? Yeah. It was two days. Okay. April 17th and April 18th. All right, so when did they switch that? Because you're right. It feels like... Yeah, I feel like when I started watching, you're right. I feel like it was like one day. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe... Oh, maybe not, though, Javi, because think about it. The first round used to go for like seven hours. That's true, too. And they have 12 rounds, so six rounds in a day. That's a long day. Yeah. Because you used to get 15 minutes per pick in the first round. So I think it used to be like the first round on one day and everything else on day two. <laughs> or whatever. Maybe you'd sneak in the second what round is or it, third round. What is it now, 10 minutes? I think it's 10 minutes, yeah. If you think about that. 15 minutes per pick, 32 picks. That's 15 hours, right, if everyone – no, I'm sorry. That's – it'd be a quarter, right? So it'd be uh, seven hours? Seven hours. Yeah. About seven and a half hours, something like that. <laughs> Like, that's just not even... No, you could get away with it when it was still kind of a niche thing on television because, hell, it meant ESPN was going to be there all day for two days yeah, talking about the NFL. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I still think... I know this is getting a little sporty here, but I think the NFL draft is the most fascinating thing in sports. Oh, it's fucking awesome. It's I, fucking unreal. And I don't even mean just, like, from watching it. I just mean the entity itself. The fact that, like, the whole... I, I, got, a, <laughs> I got an email the other day from a teacher's a high school teacher of mine's wife who uh, asked me which uh, quarterback the Patriots will be looking to draft in the first round like that's the kind of that's the kind of reach the NFL draft has it's a draft it's super fucking boring if you don't like football it's insane. Yeah. We have friends who are football fans that don't even like it. I can't imagine but that. But it's millions and millions and millions of viewers. There's a movie about the goddamn thing. But I think it's amazing, Hav. What? It's amazing. I think if you really love the NFL, though, you love the puzzle, right? Like you love the chess match, the yeah. puzzle of putting a team together. Like I know you could like the NFL and not be like obsessed with how like teams are put together and why they play the way they do mm-hmm. and you know what 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 kind of style you're trying to play, like. I would think to really enjoy football, you'd have to be into all that. There's two, there's two networks that cover it. What's oh a, yeah. What's yeah. another sporting event that has two different networks that cover it? I mean, none. It's something most, because most aren't allowed, obviously. And, and now they all but, have their own networks, yeah. right? So I'm yeah. at the airs there. Like, what, do you, what does ESPN? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What does ESPN pay the NFL to cover? Oh, that's that? I don't know. And they're not even exclusive. They're not exclusive, they right? The NFL yeah, but now, the ESPN. So. That's a but. That's it's that fucking strong that ESPN knows they need. I bet it. you it's priced into their NFL pack. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's awesome. I can't wait. I've been. I. I have. And as obviously as a Patriots fan, there hasn't been a draft like this in a long, long time. But it's just fucking exciting, man. It's just an exciting day. It's the weird. I don't know. 
It's weird. I could. I used to sit there for seven hours and watch a first round. Oh, me too. <laughs> I fucking loved it. I still remember. Do you, do you have like? Do you have a? Uh, I don't know if you have these. Do you have memories like like little three second memories like quick of of little things that happen when you're sure. in the past? I, I have like a few that I'll never forget. And randomly, one is Russell Maryland being drafted number one overall in the first draft I ever watched, which really? was like I think 92, 91 or 92, right around there. So I was looking at yeah. a list yesterday of all like the first overall picks. Like yeah. almost none of them were the best player in the draft. <laughs> like Miles Garrett. There's like four. Like, going back to, like, 1979. Really? Yeah, I'm going to pull it up right now. Steve Entman, right? What? Wait, what draft? Oh, this is the 92 draft. So what year was Russell Maryland? Maybe that was 91. Uh, yeah, Russell Maryland was 91. All right, NFL and AFL draft history. Ooh, Todd Light. So here's the first pick in every draft going back. Okay. To, let's go. Well, I'll go back to 96. Ready? Yeah. Donkey, we'll see. Yeah. You know, I, I, we'll see. But yeah, he might not be the best quarterback in that draft. Might right? not be. Might be Herbert, right? Uh, Kyler Murray, definitely not. Nope. Uh, Baker, definitely no. not. Miles Garrett. Dude, that's Pat Mahomes' year, though, isn't it? Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. But but he is. He's a great player. I mean, you could at least make the argument, right? They didn't need. Did they? Were they, they, did, they did need a quarterback. They did. Well, they, yes, they could definitely <laughs> use Pat Mahomes. <laughs> true. It's true. But he's a great player, so it's hard to So at least he's worthy of it? He's Will we say he's it. at least worthy of it? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I have no problem with it. Goff, no. Jameis, no. <laughs> Jadavian, no. Eric Fisher, no. Andrew Luck. Has, I mean. He was really damn good. He was really good. Didn't play much. Yep. Got hurt. Yep. Career ended short. But mm-hmm. those are things you can't predict. That sucks. Worthy of the pick. Absolutely worthy of the okay. pick. Okay. Cam, no. Sam Bradford, no. Matt Stafford, no. Jake Long? Hall of Fame career? Close to it? I don't know. Jamarcus, no. Mario Williams, no. Alex Smith, no. Eli Manning, no. Carson Palmer, no. David Carr, no. (laughs) Mike Vick? You can't pass on Mike Vick. All right. Worthy of the pick. Absolutely. Courtney Brown, no. No, he's, again, Michael Vick was a great pick. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Courtney Brown, no. no. Tim Couch, no. no. Peyton Manning, yes. Orlando Pace, yes. Hall of Famer. Keyshawn, fucking Keyshawn. Keyshawn was the number one pick. Yeah, and we went slot one, receiver. We went one fifteen. No, he was a big. He was a oh, big, he was. That's yeah. right. He was outside. Yeah, but he didn't score any touchdowns. Um, that's true. Yeah, number one pick by the Jets went one fifteen. We can keep going. That's true. He never scored <laughs> touchdowns. That's ninety six. Okay. Kajana Carter. No. No. Dan Wilkinson, good player, but no. Nope. Uh, Drew Bledsoe, no. <laughs> Steve Entman, no. 91, Russell Maryland. Really good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but probably, let's see, let's see who was in the 91 draft. Probably guys who were better. Um, Al? Herman Mo- no. Eric Turner, Bruce Pickens. Brett what? Favre? Yes. But he's a second-round pick. That's like saying Tom Brady should have been picked number one. No one knew. That's true, right? Todd Light. I think Russell Maryland's a good pick here. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, that guy that's was a stalwart on that defense. <laughs> Yancey <laughs> Thigpen, number this 90 in that draft. This draft is fucking horrible. Todd Marinovich, 24th to the Raiders. This is the year. first draft I watched, too. This Holy is a crap. terrible I can't draft. believe I made it through. I don't know any of these guys. Roman Pfeiffer. Oh, there you go. 31st pick. Leonard Russell. That's the right. It's the Leonard Russell Patriots year. So, um... <laughs> 
So that's 91. Ooh, Miami Dolphins took your boy Randall Hill that year. That's right. Uh, so 91. Then Jeff George, no. Troy Aikman, I, you know, you'd have to say it was the right pick for them. But Andre Bruce the year before that. Fucking Vinny Testaverde the year before that. Bo Jackson. Oh, here you go. Here's a good group. Bo Jackson, Bruce Smith, Irving Fryer. Mm. But he's no. the first fucking pick of the draft. No. Um, Elway. Good pick. Kenneth Sims, George Rogers, Billy Sims, Tom Cousineau, uh, Earl Campbell. I'm back to 78. We've had like five yeses. Yeah. Since 78. When were you born? 80. We're past okay, my, so yeah. past your, like, we're past 40 years. Within your lifetime, yeah. there's been like five dudes that were worthy of the number one pick. That's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. fucking nuts. Yep. I didn't even get to this on the show yesterday. I meant to, but. Though Eli did win two Super Bowls. Yeah, but still, give me a fucking break. <laughs> He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he, okay, even if you went with the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Route, you'd only add a couple more. You'd have, and you couldn't use any of the guys now, but. Because they haven't retired, right. but Andrew Luck. Yeah, but we said yes for him anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, you would add Eli, as you mentioned. That's, Vic. Yep. Eli, Peyton, Orlando Pace. So, again, it's, it's all like, those guys we already Fucking bu- it, But thanks. all those guys we said yes to, except. Russell, Maryland. Eli. Russell, Maryland. Great fucking player. So, yeah. we're talking about, like, five Hall of Famers or something? Yeah. I mean. So, what, I wonder what the best pick is. Like, what wonder what the best hit rate is. It's probably two. I don't know. I think two's got a pretty fucking checkered pass, doesn't it? I'm sure they all have a checkered pass if you yeah. go through it, but that yeah. is a massive... For a number one overall pick, that's a massive miss rate. Which tells you how fucking bullshit all the fucking group think is. Of course it is. Because almost every one of these years, the guy that went one, everyone said should go one. I can't think of a year other than Mario Williams, people thought maybe Vince Young should go that's first true. or Reggie Bush should go first. But the only Which two, I would have been wrong about also, by I the way. I will say this, though, on the, on the next level up from all this is there is that Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck level that people have put Trevor Lawrence on. So that'll be interesting as he is the can't-miss number one lock this year. So there's even added pressure to that potential number one that's selection true. this season. Yeah. So it should be a lock because the last two have been. Uh, you know, again, Andrew Luck got hurt, and we you know, like that's not something that, like, if Andrew yeah, Luck doesn't he didn't get hurt, form. he's fucking unreal. Yeah, he, like, didn't he, was, he was a great, yeah, he yeah. was a great quarterback. He was legitimately good. Yeah, he was a great quarterback. So I mean, at, before who's the guy before Peyton? I don't even know, but those are the two guys who are like the can't miss generational talents. Yeah, who's the guy before that? Jeff George. <laughs> I mean, he was too. They I loved mean, him, man. Loved, Everyone loved Jeff the, George. All the talent in the world. All the town in the world. He had all the town in the world. Big arm. Big arm. Everybody loved him. Fucking Huge arm. Asshole. Illinois? Yeah. Imagine yeah. being such an asshole that you're not good at your sport. <laughs> like, that's incredible. That is incredible. So, anyway, that's the – and we love the draft and for all the reasons. Great. You know, but that's the true history of the first pick. That's crazy. Fucking nuts. I never would have. Yeah, I mean, I get you go through it and you, man, yeah. Kachana Carter was the number one overall pick. Yeah. Wow. That's cr- man. It's wild to think about something. You go back and be like, really? What it's the actually, hell was the group think here? It's amazing that like receiver only pops up a couple times with Keyshawn Irving Fryer. Like it's never. Mm-hmm. And now everyone wants to take a receiver at like five. <laughs> Fucking people. 
Oh, so many I'm having about so it. much trouble like figuring out how this draft's going to go because I'm having trouble accounting for the stupid. <laughs> Dolphins? Like Jalen Waddle going like eighth or something. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fucking dumb. It's nuts. I saw the I saw one I can't remember who it is mock draft of the Patriots trade up for a wide receiver. I've seen like, a few like, of what? those. I've seen a few of those. There's no fucking way Belichick's trading up for a receiver. <laughs> no, no fucking way. I would lose so much respect for him if he did too. I did I'd be see like the, he is a fucking fraud. I did see that there's going to be a massive NFC East battle for the best for Sertan, so that could be fun. That would be cool because Philly has to get in front of Dallas again, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and then Washington's behind all three of them, right? I got suckered by this bullshit Washington thing today. It was like, it was like Washington makes big deal before the draft. It was, I think it was for like a six round. Was it who was it? No, it was it? fucking Eric Flowers. Yeah, it was Eric Flowers. That's yeah, right. They swapped like late round picks. It was like or something. sixth round pick. Or Dude, something. the other day when you were <laughs> like, here, oh, that was a lead story. It was like fucking oh, breaking news. I'm like, oh Jesus, Jesus, Bob. <laughs> Jesus, Bob, Jesus. what are you talking about? Eric Flowers got traded. He fucking sucks anyway. <laughs> fucking guy too. fucking hasn't I played fucking, fucking believe. forever. And that's another guy. Like I, The Giants took him at like nine. I watched my I was like, there's no way this dude is even fucking good. He can't move, ne- dude. He's like cement. Ne- nevertheless, like a top ten pick. What the fuck? He's a goddamn turnstile. I'm telling you, I should fucking, I should be the head fucking scout for an NFL team. You should. You should, should start a scout. Do that you shit. should start a scouting department. I should do like independent scouting service. Independent scouting service. Yeah, and then just go after Vosh. Just be like, be this like mother- what's up, Vosh? This, this is mo- what I think. Like this motherfucker's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look, the Waddle thing. Yeah, I know we're getting a lot into this, but whatever. Like, it's good. If you're in Detroit and you can take Parsons, who you know is going to be a good NFL player, why the fuck would you take Waddle? I just don't question. get that. Like, yeah. Waddle's going to be your one? Like, Waddle's going to be your number one receiver on a fucking horseshit team with yeah. no receivers? Like, are you I just fucking don't see, kidding me? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't see him being a one. I just And even if he is, not he's right not going to be for like three or four years, and right. you're going to ruin him because you're going to be like, well, he didn't live up to expectations because fucking, you know, he had all that help with TJ Hawkinson. I mean, it is amazing, though, that the group think on wide receivers is incredible. It, oh, how do you not look at what the Steelers have done time and time again and be like, hey, look, this is how a team should do this? Or even last they draft, year. They draft defensive players in the first round, and then they look at guys like right. skill position right. players. But even like the pecking order receivers like last year, how the fuck did rugs go before CeeDee Lamb and Jerry Judy? Like, Speed, what the dude. Fuck, that was like, you know? that's, but that's like it's fucking John Gruden and Mayock trying to be cute. Like I know, but do you remember the whole world had Incredible. rugs going before those guys? Everyone had rugs, the number one receiver. And like, if you watch college football, like, there's no way rugs the number one receiver. He just wasn't. He no. wasn't even the number one guy in on his own fucking team. No, Judy was, and he was just getting beat by even Jalen Waddle when he was healthy. There's you know, the guys were both on the field together. No one even knew who Devontae Smith was kind of <laughs> at the time. It was kind of funny, but Imagine yeah, that's four. I know that's insane to even <laughs> think about. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Ruggs was beating guys from Ole Miss. Okay, right, <laughs> right. and he wasn't even close to the most prolific receiver, though. He didn't have like nearly the most no. catches or yards. The no, other he guys just, he tested outperformed him in every fucking way. Right, he know? just tested because he was super fast, and people loved his ability. And we'll see where it goes. Like Ruggs had plenty of games in college where he had like forty yards receiving. Yeah, yeah, no. So you expect him to be like a hundred yard a game a guy in the fucking NFL? He's a forty yard game guy in the fucking <laughs> college. Okay, it's hard to it's imagine. Fucking unreal. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's stupid. So anyway, I, I can't wait to see who does the dumbest shit. And 
and Mike and uh, and Flores's uh, reputation, uh, Brian Flores' reputation is like hanging in the balance for me here. You went back up to six. Like they if they go if they take a receiver, they trade up to get a receiver mm-hmm. in this draft because they were at three. They trade down to twelve, then they went back to six. So if they trade up to six to draft a receiver, then Brian Flores is stupid and has lost my respect. Yeah, I know this this. I know it's kind of, like, sudden, it's I feel teetering, isn't it? Tua's going to suck. This isn't going to work out. Miami Dolphins are going to be dog shit. And fucking the Pats are going to fucking ascend back to being, well, like, decent. See, this is where I get a little confused because if you're Brian Flores, you kind of spent the entire offseason flirting with trading your quarterback. So it kind of feels like, is he trying to, like, he and his wife are trying to have, like, another kid to try to fix the marriage? Because now all of a sudden you're like, oh, let's just – now that uh, we couldn't get Deshaun or we couldn't get a different quarterback, let's just bring in another wide receiver. I'm sure that's going to help the problem that we have no faith in Tua. So the question is, were you just trying to trade to upgrade or do you really believe in Tua? I, I have no idea here. I feel like if you believe in Tua, maybe you should get him some protection. Uh, yeah. You know what's more important than a wide receiver out there? Tua staying on his freaking feet. Well, we're going to find out about Zach Taylor too, dude, at five. That's I mean, Because Taylor's yeah. a big fucking asshole. He's gonna take, like, if they take Jamar Chase at five, I mean, what about Pitts? I guess assuming Pitts is there, yeah, they could. Take right, him I guess there. he could go to Atlanta, right? Yeah, well, that's everyone in the world thinks he's going to Atlanta. Which again, it's so fucking dumb. I know. I know. So fucking dumb. But it does sound like Atlanta is keeping their pick because there's a lot of talk that all the teams looking for quarterbacks are are now homing in at like eight and nine, I seven, can't... eight, nine. If Atlanta takes a quarterback, that's fucking stupid. If they take Pitts, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do one of those two things. <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's. it's someone like they, someone's going to do something. Someone is going to do something stupid. It's like when Quentin Nelson went like six. Yeah, like everyone in the world knew he's going to be a fucking like Hall of Fame guard. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you just take him first or second? I don't get that. Well, he's a guard. Who cares? the best fucking lineman in the league. Like, who gives a shit? Well, it's the set, uh, the, who's the center from Alabama in this draft? I can never remember his name, but he's kind of late first round, and the only reason he's late first round is a little bit, you know, because he's a center and he's a little right. bit banged up. But he's probably the best offensive lineman, or at least interior offensive lineman in the draft. Right. Like, why like, would, if you need a center, go get him. Just take him. Right. What the fuck? Right. Yeah, it's, it, it's wild. It's, it is absolutely wild to me. It's the group thing, man. It's wild. Because it was, wait, what year was Quentin Nelson? Was that... It was two, uh, three years ago, maybe? Was it the Baker year? I think it may have been the Baker year, yeah. So, like, you're the Jets. You have no offensive line. I know they wanted to take Darnold, so great. But um, if they had taken Quentin Nelson, they would have been in better shape. I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Who went in front of him uh, that year? Baker? Oh, yeah, okay. This is the most egregious one. The fucking Giants drafted second took Saquon. Right, that's with true. Quentin Nelson on the fucking board. <laughs> While they had a horrible offensive you line, fucking yeah. Yeah, exactly. Worst well, you know, off- who- one of the worst offensive lines in football. Like, what the fuck? Like, how do you? You have everyone. Aaron Flowers, baby, dude. There's not one person <laughs> in the world that didn't think Quentin Nelson was a Hall of Famer. Like, of forget yeah. like good, like a Hall of fucking Famer. Everyone knew how good he was going to be, and he went sixth behind fucking Baker, Saquon, Darnold, Denzel Ward, and Bradley fucking Chubb. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Denzel Ward and Bradley Chubb went ahead of him, too? Yeah. I he forgot went, about that. He went sixth. Jeez. 
Like how the fuck? Like how the fuck do? You, like if you're the Giants, like you said, Javi, he's literally coming out as touted as the best interior lineman ever. Ever. Um, like everyone knew he was right. going to be unreal. Yeah. Like. There was no doubt. Right. The very worst, he was going to be like a pro bowler every year. That's <laughs> what they kind of spreading went six. Very worst. Yeah. Like, very worst. Well, again, I mean. Perennial I, pro bowler. I, I think most people thought he was going to be a yeah. Hall of Famer, Dinks. Like, I think most people. I remember having Vach on. He, like, I didn't, mm. I don't remember talking to anybody. Didn't think, like, Quentin Nelson was going to be a fucking Hall of Famer. And you're passing on him on two and taking a running back. <laughs> and you have a horrible offensive line. That's fucking ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That okay, that's what should get you fired. No, that, and actually, it may have. Right? Didn't they? Didn't, no, was that Gettleman or was that pre-Gettleman? I can't remember now. I can't remember. It may have been Gettleman actually. What an asshole. That's the that's incredibly egregious. It's horrible. It's horrible. And but people, I mean, teams will never learn. People will never learn. No, they won't. Because again, you'll see, you'll see plenty of wide receivers go when they probably shouldn't tonight. Oh. <laughs> no early running backs though in this draft. If Detroit, Detroit's gonna take a fucking receiver. Oh god! Like what the fuck? Right? Like if you're in the top ten, you can't take a receiver because you suck. Right? You have too many problems. Like, unless, unless it's like your third pick or something. Yeah, like where you're like yeah. Miami, they got yeah. lucky and tra- you know traded up or something. But even them, like I don't think they're good enough. Like it, let's say Indy had fucking mm-hmm. pulled off a trade and somehow ended up with like the fourth pick in the draft. Like a trade yeah. they made last year, and all of a sudden they're like, let's say they made a trade with Atlanta or Cincy, and they have that pick. They want to take a receiver, fine. Their fucking roster is amazing. Great. No problem. They have oh, barely, really no weaknesses whatsoever. You want to take a receiver, put you over the top? Great. Sure. Anyone else? Fuck you. <laughs> it's going to be real fun to see how many wide receivers go before like the 12th pick. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm loving it. If I'm one of those teams in the middle and I need something else. I'm Me like, too, dude. Me too. Have at it. Someone's someone's sliding. With yeah. more I mean, th- Parsons could slide to yeah, like because we're talking about pro- we, Oh sorry, go ahead. No, go, you go. I was just gonna say more than likely five quarterbacks taken in the first uh, in the top ten. Yeah. And so already guys are sliding because that is a bigger number than we've pretty much ever seen. What was the cam draft? There were it was like one it was six seven through 12, because I think Ponder went 12th or something. Yeah. I think there was like five guys. Was it five, four or five? Well, it was, uh, Cam. It was Cam, Locker. Uh, Gabbert. Gabbert. Ponder. Ponder. And wasn't there another guy in there? Dalton was second round, right? He was, yeah. So maybe that maybe it was maybe four. Maybe those four. four so, 12, again, this is, this is something that just doesn't happen very often. You're, you're going to see guys slide. And if, and if wide receivers start going early, too, you're gonna have some really talented fucking guys sliding down to the top ten through twenty. There might not be a, a defensive player picked in the top ten, which is insane. So then all of a sudden you're talking about just an incredible group of cornerbacks all available for essentially the NFC East. Yeah, the NFC and then East. the Giants are gonna then, take a fucking wide receiver. Yeah, they are too. It's fucking. <laughs> and they just run in Galladay. I know they're paying Galladay like eighteen million a year. They're gonna bring in another <laughs> they're receiver. Take a wide out. Fucking morons. Holy fuck. I would hate to be a Giants fan right now. <laughs> I would I would be hating. I mean, I, I should have stuck with the Giants. I understand that was a terrible decision on my part, but the current Giant regime. Yeah, you own it. The current Giant regime would be driving me fucking bananas. Like, really through the McAdoo up to now, sure. but but yeah. all of it, man. Like, I, Joe Judge, this whole fucking deal. I mean, holy fuck. The Joe Judge thing. <laughs> would have. Yeah, that's true. You would have hated basically every single coach since Coughlin. 
Yeah, I mean, the Shermer fucking hiring, I called out at the time, is mm-hmm. pathologically stupid. The McAdoo thing was a disaster, right? You got rid of fucking Coughlin because you know, he's too mean or something. I don't even understand, but <laughs> fucking. And since then, you've been dog shit. You're taking Saquon. You either took Saquon too. I would have fucking thrown my TV off the fucking out the window. <laughs> I was gonna say you almost did that when your team took a quarterback in the top ten. It's true. <laughs> and bear in mind it was Sanchez, so I think I was justified. Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying you weren't justified. I was just simply saying that, man. I couldn't imagine if your team took a uh, running back in the top five. <laughs> fucking unbelievable. Like <laughs> the Jets just decided to go with Etienne. But not later in the first Player round, just two. number two overall. Two. Yeah. We couldn't let him slide, guys. Yeah, fucking, he's generational talent, man. <laughs> so he's your quarterback again? Yeah. So he's not even a fuck Etienne. He's another fucking one. We better not get stuck with him. He stinks. He stinks. He's not even good. Yeah, I think. Sadly, I think he's kind of. I don't even think, think he likes. Regressed. I don't even think he likes football. Well, he loved it. Junior year when he was a high he was unreal candidate. He was unreal, and he was dog shit last year. Yeah, but he was. So maybe, man, if you're drafting him, you're hoping that basically he just didn't get a shit about last year. But why did he go back then? It's a good question. You well, know? he did go back before COVID. Maybe the COVID changed everything. Who knows? But I'm gonna tell you this, Hob. I would not be looking in the first round for Travis Etienne. I think Fuck that no. is fucking crazy. He's like a fourth round pick. I would I would agree to that. You know, I take all the, I take Michael Carter, the two kids from North Carolina, I'd take those guys yep. ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'd take fucking Najee Harris ahead of him because he's fucking awesome. But he'll go in the first round tonight. No question. Yep. I wouldn't even mind if we took him at like 20, 22 or whatever our second pick is. I'd, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, he'll go in the he'll go twenty through thirty two probably, and I bet you closer to twenty than thirty two. There's yeah. a lot of talk about him basically being, you know, where did the Steelers pick? Like around there. Yeah, so there's a lot of talk of the Steelers actually trading in front of the Jets because they know the Jets are interested in Najee Harris. So there could be some fun cat and mouse at the end of uh, the first round here tonight. I just. The only problem I would have with it is we, we are so bad at corner, and we're so bad at edge. We need that. But, yeah, we're right in front of Pittsburgh. It's 23-24. There you go. So. Big night, Hav. Big night. The stars are out. Big shining. fucking night. You know what's funny is that the NFL draft is going to out-view the Academy Awards by, like, a thousand billion. Within the first 30 seconds, we'll mm-hmm. surpass the yeah. Academy Awards. Fuck We're like, you. everyone who watched the Academy Awards. Fuck you. Fuck Academy Awards. <laughs> I do love that, like, America's rejected those assholes. Yes, though. yes, they have. They have. America's like, you know what? You people are a bunch of fucking douchebags, and we're done. Mm-hmm. Just the most ridiculous fucking opinions in the world. So only, like, coastal elites watch the fucking... Watch the Oscars now, and they all fucking have a circle jerk about how fucking smart and awesome they are, and everyone else thinks they're a bunch of fucking assholes. It's great. I saw one movie, I think, of all the movies that were nominated. Oh, yeah, I probably haven't seen any of them. I don't know. Oh, no, you saw one. You saw Soul. Yeah, Soul's good. I saw Soul, too, so I saw one other movie other than that. I don't even know movies. Where did you see them? Like on Netflix or something? I saw it on Netflix, yeah. No, Amazon, maybe? I saw The uh, uh, Sound of Metal. Oh, one. was that good? Yeah, it's really I've good. I almost watched that yeah. like 10 times and just didn't. Yeah, it's cool. It's uh But you like music a lot more than I do. It's not very there's very little music. The music's actually horrible because he's in a he's in a fucking like hardcore like, like death metal, metal death metal band, so it's just horrible music. <laughs> but 
he clearly like he's just really Rizmed's a really good actor and he just plays the character well and like, losing his hearing the whole time and everything and so it's fucking crazy it's pretty good it's good it's good uh, that's the only movie I saw. That's why I'm watching though. Like yeah. the idea, of, like watching a movie about a guy like like developing a dis- disability, just doesn't appeal to me. It's tough, man. Yeah, it's like, they eh. don't call it a disability though, <laughs> or a different ability. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, and it, it is, and it's it's. Uh, but yeah, it's so again, it's 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 interesting, but it's not. I don't think it's as depressing this, as at look the at end. This fucking dick. Who's that? Is that no? Yeah. <laughs> What's the line that <laughs> I was uh, sucking Tom Brady's dick the other day? And uh... <laughs> what's the line Tom Hanks says in the League of Their Own? It's like somewhere has said that your head looks like what's it like? Your head looks like a penis with that hat on or something like that. <laughs> well, he doesn't need the hat. <laughs> he doesn't need the hat. He does not need the hat. <laughs> I was uh, doing my my daily scrubbing of mm. Belichick's taint, and uh, he told me that. Um, <laughs> They're gonna trade down and take a fucking defensive tackle. <laughs> it's the most brilliant move ever. It's the most brilliant move I've ever seen in an NFL draft. If they trade down and take a defensive tackle, I'll be I'll be upset. It's nothing against the defensive tackle. No, he might be a great very defense, useful just player. The idea that after all this, we're gonna end up trading down. Come on, at least stay there. Come on, just entertain, just entertain us a little bit by staying there. Oh, uh, we'll see. But oh, uh, speak. I, f- I forgot to mention this. Um, speaking of shows, you got to check out. I, we, I, we ran into. We just kind of fell into this four-part docu uh, documentary about this place called the Cecil Hotel. Oh, I've seen that. I mean, I've seen it, but I've seen the commercials for it. It's fucking crazy. This fucking girl just disappears, and all there is is like this little video. There's like, little video evidence about where she goes in this this hotel. Ends up being like it's downtown, so tourists think it's like this great location because it's dirt fucking cheap. Just so happens it's downtown in the middle of fucking Skid Row in L.A. Oh, and it's not just daily rooms. There's a lot of monthly rooms, so you have a lot of folks who are staying in there that are fucking violent it's and druggies and hourly rooms. Though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But that's a good point. But it's so it's crazy. So it kind of tells the history of this fucking lo- like just insane hotel with uh, as well as this girl disappearing and like uh, they they. They find the body on the premises, and it's crazy where the body is, and like it does, you know, it's kind of inexplainable where the body is, and then it just and it and it talks about how you know it's kind of good because it's also critical of this as well. They talk about like the web sleuths who ha- tried to help or whatever, and sometimes they get in the fucking way, or sometimes it's like, oh, you know, this guy did it, so all everyone jumps on this guy, and they did that to this one dude who got fucking like death threats and and. Like it's because he stayed at the Cecil Hotel a year before, so they're all like, "He was there the same night." Like <laughs> so, so, it's kind of interesting. It's uh, but like it's a wild story, wild story. That actually sounds pretty good. It's on Netflix. I think you'd like it. I've seen like I've seen it go by a million yeah. times. I've you know it's another one I've almost mm-hmm. watched a few times. Yeah, that and there was um, there's a uh, one with the counterfeit the counterfeit artists, the counterfeit paintings that took down a like the most prominent gallery in New York City. Oh, that's cool. Because they were selling counterfeit art. They quote unquote didn't know 
And it's like $85 million, I think, worth of art over like a, I can't remember, like a 15-year span or like that, something like that. It's just so funny because there's this woman who worked there and she's like, I had no idea. I couldn't believe it. I put my reputation up on all of this. And then like everyone there anyways, they're like, that she fucking knew. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really good. So you'd like that too, I think. That sounds good too. Oh, these people though, man, these fucking New Yorkers. Oh, I know. And, and, oh my and honestly, God. anyone's spending like $3 million on a painting is a fucking douchebag. Right. These people are like trying to make you feel bad for them. Yeah, it's like, you. nope. Yeah, you had $3 million. Like, I don't think you understand the, the emotion it put uh, my dog uh, Mitchie through when yeah, they right. found out that that wasn't a real Pollock. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, shut yeah, up. Sh- okay. I don't, I don't <laughs> care about your problem. <laughs> Meanwhile, also, abstract art is the biggest fucking bullshit anyway. Of course. Like, oh, look, this is I, I fucking just puked on this piece of paper. It's amazing. A million dollars. Complete bullshit. It's amazing. Like, how do people fall for that shit? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Even like some Andy Warhol stuff. I'm like, come on, really? Sure. Yeah, it's, it's wild, a, man. It's a fucking print. Like, <laughs> print. So what? <laughs> look at this one dude's work. I think it was Motherwell, maybe. Like, it's just three boxes. I'm really? Like, okay, OK. Really? Like, so like I could have drawn that. Yeah, like what's what makes that one special? The uh, duality of our soul. Like, mm-hmm. I've always said, like, you know, I, I wish I could be like a, one of those fucking people. I'd take like I'd draw like one little line on a piece of paper and be like, it's the you know, it's like the the inner id of me. How much call, mo- it, call it like id? How much? Like, Holy. <laughs> Remember the fuck. wizard of id? I the don't. comic? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, I was a comic in the when I was a kid. Um, how much do you think it would take if we? Like we would need to, I think if we rented, I think we could pull this off. The problem is it's really expensive to get, obviously, property in New York, so that'd be hard. But I'm just simply saying, like, how could we pull off opening a gallery with your fucking bullshit art and just like play it off like it's the most amazing shit ever and get it sold? All you honestly have to do is convince one person that's what I mean. That's the right yeah. person that your shit's cool. So and you, it could be like literally anyone, like Anna Winter. You could maybe if you convinced her that your fucking shit was cool. You'd be all sad. Yeah. Like, like it, it'd be random people. Like, fucking, like, some some gay fashion designer thinks your shit's dope. Like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, a bunch of rich assholes are at your place buying your dumb shit. I've seen that happen. <laughs> <laughs> the artists in New York get hot all the time. Like, you know, some fucking kid, you know, who's fucking aunt to someone. Like, they'll get hot for a month, and all these rich douchebags be running around buying their art, then they disappear. I was so confused when you said Anna Winter. I thought you meant Ariel Winter, the girl from Modern Family. Oh, yeah, no. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, Anna Winter, who <laughs> run Vogue for like a yeah, last yeah, time yeah. asked for. If she, thought your, if she thought your line on a piece of paper was dope, so would everyone else. Mm-hmm. You make a lot of money. Like, oh, that. I have to have a Sedanka. <laughs> everyone should have a Sedanka. The simplicity of it is just stunning. <laughs> this line work is amazing. It really captures the you know pointlessness of life. <laughs> Then I can explain it to people. Well, it, uh, you know, I was drunk and someone gave me a piece of paper and I drew a bunch of lines and you fucking idiots love it. So suck it. You like urinate on a fucking napkin. That's what I mean, man. It's art. This is urban decay. Right. No, it's not. No, that's piss on a fucking napkin, man. (laughs) I remember I did not get a good grade one time in my English. I think it was like one of one of my English classes in college because there was this. Oh, actually, there's an interesting story. Uh, there is a poem called The Wheelbarrow. Number one, I had no idea it was called a wheelbarrow until I read this poem. I always thought it was a wheelbarrow growing uh, up. Yeah. 
maybe I'm a fucking idiot, but for to me, it took about 23 years before I realized it was actually a wheelbarrow. So this poem's like a sentence long, or two sentences long. And the question is, you know, take three or four of these and analyze and whatever. So I just took the wheelbarrow. I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I was like, listen. my analysis is that this is bullshit. Right. I was like, listen, this is a guy that's trying to basically trick all of us into thinking something. And I just called the bullshit on. I think I got like a C, but whatever. It didn't matter. Like it's college. It's pass fail, dude. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you finished this assignment. You get a C for that. Yep. <laughs> all good. But uh, yeah, I never understood. It's all. I never understood the over uh, over analysis of things. It's like so that in music too. Like I always is. make fun of Jim Morrison's bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know, he's fucking tripping on like six yeah. fucking six grams of peyote, and he's like, you know, the sun and the moon and mm -hmm. the snake, and, and someone will tell you it's the most beautifully sand. written like, thing ever. Like shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's just fucking rambling, saying random words together. Fuck you. Or. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Some people love it. Though. Is this, 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 and this? Yeah, absolutely. But like the weekend, like you like the weekend stuff because it's so like complex and yeah, you know, I love it's it. Like musically challenging, yeah, it's very and odd. And for someone who's not like a music mm -hmm. person, it just sounds like fucking yep. like you're like, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, it's very awesome music. Yeah, it's like, very to and like I don't even me, mean like the lyrics. I don't. Right. I couldn't give a just fuck about all that. Just how they construct all the music yeah. and shit. And, like yeah. for someone like me, it's just like t right. there's just too much going on. Sure, absolutely. You know. Yes. I like my like single chord punk rock and my you know, and my super structured like heavy metal and shit. You know, like the weekend, I'm just like I don't get this at yeah. all. Like, major chord, major chord, right. minor chord, major right. chord. Right. Yeah, exactly. No, I hear you, man. There's nothing yeah. wrong with simplicity, though. Yeah. Simplicity's awesome. The best music is actually simple because they were able to pull off amazing music, even though it's simple. Right. I mean, a lot of times when you're when we were kids trying to be cool musicians, we'd try to be like way more way more challenging than you are. And it's like, what are we fucking doing? It's like, yeah, you can't do that. Right. Not oh, good enough to do that yet. Yeah. Or at, maybe ever. Like, we're just gonna have fun. So, you know, but uh, yeah, there's there. Yes, there's there's a lot of that. I mean, it's art. It's it is what it is. Fucking at. It is what it is. Um. Yeah. So I hated art in school. Like the physical art class. Yeah. Yeah. It was it. pretty stupid. It sucked. Plus, I wasn't any good at it, so it sucked. Every time we had pottery, I'd make an ashtray because it always ended up being an ashtray. <laughs> I'd try and make something else, and it would end up fucking like flat and round and an ashtray. Dude, were your art teachers like super awesome or weird? No, they're weird mostly. We had this one, and I think it was junior high. She was super weird. We all thought she uh, was like a an occultist, like someone who definitely worships Satan. She's always wearing black, and always like was she hot. Like, looking back on it, was she just, like... In, a, in like, a quirky way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, she was probably just a little goth. Yeah, like, like, not even that strong. Like, it just... But, but, like, back, like... When you're a kid. Early 90s, yeah. that, that wasn't... That shit, especially plus, in Maine, when you're a kid, you look ever. at adults yeah. differently, right? Of course. Yeah. Of course, yeah. But I was like, hey, is, is... Like, I remember one day she wore, like, a cross, and everyone's like, is it upside down? Is it upside down? It's like, yeah, she's gonna wear an upside down cross to work. <laughs> yeah, remember <laughs> pentagram fucking tattoo. Right, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no. Other than that, no one was really that weird. I don't really remember. I remember them being weird. I just don't remember much yeah. about them. I always remember thinking they were kind of a joke. I'd be like, "Nice job. It's <laughs> a great job if you can get it." Right? It's like, <laughs> but even then, I was so cynical. Like even in junior mm -hmm. high, I'd be like, "I don't have to listen to this fucking loser." <laughs> like you've already realized. I already that this thought is they were losers. <laughs> Meanwhile, I just like no respect. For meanwhile, like, you're gonna listen you. to that gym teacher. Oh yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> that fucking coach. It's yeah. like physically abusing me. <laughs> right, get up that rope swing, fucking pussy. <laughs> yes, sir. 
<laughs> our teacher. I'm like, look at this fucking clown. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, just painted a middle finger, motherfucker. Dude, it was so bad. Me and my buddy, me and my buddy from way back in the day. But honestly, Javier, how many times can you trace your hand to make a fucking turkey for Thanksgiving? Fair enough. Yeah. But me and my buddy back in the day, like we joined fucking chorus every year, so we didn't have to go to class. We get kicked out every year because we had no respect for like the chorus teacher. I'm like, fuck <laughs> you, shut up, you motherfucker. <laughs> I know. I remember it was so, terrible, but like it was just that's just was my mindset when I was a kid. Like it just my freshman year of my freshman year, I ended up sitting next to a couple guys in chorus that were just total goofballs, and I was I was also in chamber singers, <laughs> so like the above. So I was like, oh man, I can't handle these fucking clowns. <laughs> they were so funny the whole time. They would just first that's off, we just yeah, make up just, words. Exactly, that's exactly what they would do. Exactly same thing. And I'd be year. fucking laughing, and the teacher would be like, hey man, like. I'd really like to see if you can help those guys. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're going to be a leader here? And I was like, no. <laughs> like, no, no, I'm not. No, no I'm not, not at all. <laughs> this is a joke. Half the people here don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah. So like, I, I don't care when I'm singing you know, with the chamber singers. Not this bullshit. I do remember. That's so uh, funny. My art teachers probably fucking hated me. <laughs> so I was like, fuck, shit, this is fucking dumb. Did you have uh, IT, Jeff Shop? I did a wood and metal shop actually my junior high. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, wood and metal. Nice. Yeah, it's fucking cool. We had wood. We had a well-funded, yeah, school system. <laughs> <laughs> metal shop was dope. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. I wish we had a metal shop. That would. Remember awesome. we had this thing would when you melt metal it's called it smelting it when mm-hmm. you. Yep. So we had a like this big fucking smelter thing, and you would like dump metal and it would fucking like boil up and shit. Fuck, that's awesome. Imagine like allowing kids to be anywhere near something like that now. Nope. They'd never fucking allow it. Plus, some kid would probably pick up and throw it at someone. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I remember the first day of shop. Yeah, he's like going through every tool and he's like, don't touch this. Don't touch this. Don't touch this. Don't Dude, touch this. One thing I remember about Woodshop, we had a closet full of like turpentine and paint thinner and shit. <laughs> like, just getting hot. There's just no way they'd have that now. The no. whole class be in there just getting fucking roasted, right? Oh, things have changed so much. Oh, yeah. Man. Me, it's and not buddy, even the me and my buddy would always have to go lack yeah. or something. We'd be like, mm-hmm. you know, get all oh, fucked yeah. up. And then, yeah, but we were the bad kids, so. It's but so, if you had it now, like the whole fucking class would be in there. There's no way they could have it now. Plus, some would probably light it on fire, mm-hmm. right? Burn the fucking school down. That's true. Couldn't have that anymore. Gosh, I used to be so afraid of the the gas lines in the chemistry class. Oh yeah, those fuckers would get out of control, man. No, <laughs> they wouldn't at all. <laughs> oh, high school. School's some fucked up shit. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, it was fun at times. What can you do? Anyways, uh, let's play some baseball before we have to work. Let's do it. So, uh, anyways, yeah. Uh, so we're back. We shouldn't have any shows off for a while. Yeah, hopefully. And we are, yeah, good to go here. And uh, check us out, hobsanddanks.sellmytees.com, hobsanddanks.sellmytees.com. And what else? Main Man Flavis. Thanks, fellas. Always great to be on here. By the way, Magda, with a quick, I was told oh. Saints oh. Jim, Mickey Loomis is working the phone trying to get into the top 10. The primary reason isn't for a quarterback. It's actually for another position. Although there is one QB, not named Trevor, who would uh, change their minds if he was still available. So they like your boy Wilson? No. You don't think they like Smack Wilson? I just don't think they'd say that if it was yeah. Zach Wilson because he's not going to be available. Of course. I think who it's knows? Trevor Lawrence. Or right. I, I mean, uh, what's his name? Fucking 
Matrick Jones? No, the Trey Lance. Trey Lance. That would be my guess. Might be available. It's like Taysom Hill, but way fucking better. <laughs> Might be available. What do you want to go out on? A little NFL draft music? Well, that's only one thing. What's that? Like the tone, just the tone, the flu. No, like don't they always play like NFL films music behind? I could do NFL when, films when guys get drafted. Like Mel, did you see this one coming? I'm looking forward to doing our mock draft. By the way, that's like one of my favorite things to do every year. So that should be fun. And Eli's coming in because they yeah, canceled all be, sports. Be fucking awesome. Because oh, it might they, rain. Because it yeah. rained. Because <laughs> it rained a few hours ago. Hold on, I gotta. Work through the Verbo commercial. What is Verbo? There's all this shit that like Verbo's an app. That's all I know about it. <laughs> I don't know anything else about you it. You know about it. No, I really don't. Cozy cabin with a fireplace. You know all about it. Oh, it must. So it must be like an Airbnb. Now that's a way to go out. Look at that. Fucking Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. No, like number nothing 12 on his chin. Pittsburgh Steelers. That guy, number 10 for the New York Giants. <laughs> Franco Harris with Terry it Bradshaw. Sounded right on his ass. Terry with the worst hair in America. 70s handsome. Laid 75 women one night in Pittsburgh at a Leonard Skinner show. Yeah, what? Oh, that wasn't his leg. It looked like his leg was turned the wrong <laughs> way, but it's someone else's leg. Uh, enjoy the uh, enjoy the draft this weekend, folks. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I hope the Pats draft some fucking horrible piece of shit. They're gonna they're gonna trade for Jimmy. It's kind of boring. All right, we're out of here. See you.